what they see not what they think the wise reject what they think not what they see hello pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life I guess without further ado I'll just do a little uh, checkup um, but we'll leave that quote to stand for what it is. I'll be right back. So here I'm back. I got quite a beating today. Of, uh, I appreciate the irony of it. There was a lot of appeal, not like a mountain, but there was just a certain neighborhood, uh, surprisingly, a good amount of appeal, and uh, I was aware of the limitation of my breath, and to a lesser extent, my legs. Uh, I was going to a lot slower pace than I normally would which was fine and uh, was glad when I arrived I actually had my first kind of wooded walk today so for a couple of times the trail took you off uh, neighborhoods and into nature which was nice um, I am feeling the weight of uh, solitude, I have to say. I also feel like I'm getting a beating on that. At the same time, I, uh, I don't want to socialize. I don't want to have those uh, same, old, same old question. Okay, hold on, I'll be right back. Well, I uh, walked my way out, which is a lot warmer than inside. But uh, pilgrim travels in traffic is heavy for now. And uh, it just let me out. So I was saying that I got a beating this morning from the appeal. I mean, it is my second day and I'm uh, feeding the pack and I will be feeding it more since uh, I got more food. So there will be more weight on me tomorrow. 
but I don't think it'll make a huge difference. That's a metal cross, yeah? Metal cross that I'm carrying. I think it will, I will more than likely get used to it. Maybe in the next couple of weeks or so. I was also debating on getting a new pack because one of the zipper on the brain, which is uh, the top lid of the pack, is broken. But then it was like everything works on the pack, so it really feels silly to actually even consider that. So I think what I'm going to do is just sew it to at least uh, shrink the gap so I could still use it and not worrying about thing, not worrying about things uh, falling off. I guess a little bit of silence never killed anybody. Actually, I went to a dentist when I arrived here looking at options. But uh, it was going to be like three days to have to wait to get the denture back. So... The dentist actually told me about getting some kind of like a resin glue to temporarily fix it and send me down to this hardware store where I got basically Loctite is what they gave me and so far a couple of hours into the experiment the teeth are still holding wasn't actually the end of the world um, considering losing those two teeth because depending on high talk they weren't really visible and gave me a reason to wear the mask a little more which is kind of ironic As I'm uh, talking to you, I'm debating whether or not to call Antonio tonight. We'll see. We'll see how they feel. We'll see how I feel. Almost want to say I'm sorry. I don't have uh, too much to distill. And in a way, I feel a little dense lately, you know. Talking about the Camino. There's not too much going on in my head. Not too much going on in my head.
get pretty tired pretty quick. And come the afternoon. I like to play this game that I got on a tablet, which is a, it's called a triple match. I think I may have may, uh, I may have mentioned mahjong before, which is where you match two things, two tiles of the same pattern. And I really like that game. I played for a long time, and this one is uh, in the same vein, but you only have, you have to find three to match them. And instead of being tile, there are all kind of things like car balls, baskets, shoes, you name it. Just a everyday run of the meal thing. And sometimes I'll put in some podcast or stand-up comedy and then just uh, batter the minute away playing with that. I have enjoyed the fact that uh, so I'm staying in a hostel, municipal hostel, so which which are very affordable. And to give you an idea, yesterday was uh, eight euro, and today's five euro. Uh, <laughs> so when I get in, it's some kind of old fishery or hatchery or something like that. I forgot exactly. And it was very nice on the inside, very clean. There was a bed on the base, base floor, and then there was the upstairs with a bunch of bu- uh, bunk bed. And of course, actually, mine was a bunk bed too. You know what I went for? And I found that there was there's no pillow, so they have like a little thin um, cover they give you for the mattress, which is kind of like uh, plasticky. It'd be very sweaty, even more sweaty if you didn't have that to sleep with. But it's also a way to hygiene protection. And uh, this time I'm actually pulling up my sleeping bag because yesterday I didn't, and I did get a little cold. Uh, I have a feeling I will get too hot with a sleeping bag, but uh, I'll just have to play along. And uh, these places do not have internet, so far anyway. I think some will, but uh, those two did not. And of course, you know, I mean, for what you're paying for, it's ridiculous. You know, you have a place to hang your laundry, you can clean, you have a bed. Uh, this one had no kitchen at all. So I splurged and found a little grocery store nearby. And uh, I'm actually still always munching on the on the honeydew melon, which wasn't too bad. Not too bad. And, uh, yeah, get myself some Nutella, some bread, some lentils, peppers, green beans. I got a um, potato, a tortilla. And a potato omelette with onions and then rice pudding. Actually, a lot of food. <laughs> Looking back now, uh, it's ridiculously cheap, actually, when you even think about it. You know, I paid 13 euros and that gave me my lunch, that'll give me my snack, and that'll give me my dinner, and that'll give me my breakfast, my snack, and my lunch for tomorrow. So, ridiculously cheap compared to, say, going to a restaurant and the range of things. Oh, and also have a a cream of butternut squash for dinner. And uh, I am. I'm kind of a fan of the grocery store. 
Uh, I think the cheaper one is would more than likely be the only thing that's gonna maybe once a week or so. I don't know once I start to move uh, east uh, how popular they will remain. I don't know if it's something from Galicia or if it's from the northern Spain. Uh, I have never really dwelled in uh, dwelled uh, delved in uh, in Spanish gastronomy. You know, outside of the usual suspects. You know, your tortilla, la paella, uh, chorizo, ham, gazpacho, and actually, so far. Uh, Paella is from Valencia, which is uh, the east coast, uh, south of Barcelona. That's where, uh, with, chi- with chicken, rabbit, and beans, and green beans, and uh, tomato, a little bit of garlic. Uh, that, that's where it's from, but obviously it's scattered all over Spain. But when I went with Pilar in Malaga, it was disappointing. It was heavy, like too much oil, and... Yeah, definitely not impressive. But I think I'll still look forward. I'll, I'll remain open. Yesterday I tried some tripes. Don't even ask me what the fuck I was thinking. Well, actually, I can tell you what I was thinking. I was thinking I was going to try a typical dish, you know, something or maybe it was a specialty around here. I don't know because it's not usual to find tripe on the menu. And it was they were just plain tripes just boiled I mean they were cooked you know they were and they were edible but uh, brought me back to my days in, in the restaurant but uh, yeah of course in France you did have a sauce you did have a it was dressed it wasn't just striped it goes well with tomatoes I forgot what else you would put in it anyhow so yeah I'm uh, I'm feeling a little battered today uh, physically and mentally. Uh, also getting back into solitude. Um, I was listening to a podcast talking about a relationship. And, uh, you know, like uh, looking at the other person's bad habit and then those being, you know, tolerable or enjoyable or whatever, but the idea of not trying to change that person and uh, when I think of Belen, at the beginning it was easy, but and you know there may there may be more there to say to be said about me, maybe about intolerance. So I don't know. Well, actually, <laughs> again, that's not really true because with Pilar, I loved everything. What the fuck happened there? How can somebody that seems so right? not work out anyway to to to, to go back to Belen uh, yeah I definitely have no regrets whatsoever of uh, having ended that relationship it was interesting you know the, the possibility until that event occurred that evening that Saturday evening that just drove me off the edge. It was like, no more. I don't want any more of that in my life. But uh, I think before that, actually, I was like, I don't like everything, you know, but it's like, but okay, I accept. This is it. You know, I, I have uh, 
I've made a commitment, so I will stick with that. It's not about the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's is it is it something worth investing into? And I was, and I was, and it was challenging. You know, uh, there were going to be <laughs> way more argument, but uh, I was in until that event, which changed everything. No, I don't, I don't have any regrets about it whatsoever. I don't think I will ever hear from Belen anymore. <laughs> and I have no intre- I have no intention of contacting her. I'm grateful for, for that experience, for that opportunity. And uh, I do wish her the best. Uh, and on that nice, uh, hopeful, wishful thinking note, I think I will stop the podcast. And then I wish you all a beautiful day. And until we meet again. Taking a a very leisurely sunset walk on the boardwalk in Neda. Right out of the door from the albergue. To enjoy a beautiful quiet evening not sure of the quality of uh, the previous podcast with the wind and I was picking up but uh, there is none to be found now I was thinking about about my life for the last two two years and four months I have taken this new path. Once I handed the keys of the truck, I handed over a lifestyle. That lifestyle is obviously all around me. (laughs) You know, since uh, kind of what I'm doing is the exception to the rule. I don't even know what I'm doing, actually, to be fairly honest. And, uh, you know, it has not made things easier or simpler. But the quantity of days where I would have not wanted to be anywhere but where I was has been huge compared to the past because since that day May May 1st 2019 that illusory goal you know happiness or safety all those things we do for that idea, for that possibility in the future, for that statistic. Yeah, if I do that, then more than likely that will happen. So we we base and we invest and we divest our life for that possibility because it makes us feel good. It seems right. 
And I think it's inevitable anyway to to be faced with choices. And there is, of course, a world around us which is so powerful. You know, everywhere I look, you know. Everybody has a key to a home, almost, almost. A car has a job. And all those things. And and uh, I get confronted by those. And I feel the pressure. Which is, who do you think you are, Anthony? What do you think you're doing? You're not a child anymore. Playing in that sandbox. What do you think you're going to get out of that? That part is not so strong anymore because those questions don't really have a lot of weight. Because what does it matter? Would I rather be doing something else right now? The answer is no. Even though I am not, you know, psyched and uh, all pumped up about what I'm doing because I have some ideas about it. But I'm doing it. I'm there. And that is... That is the one thing that I could consider doing the most. So I chose to do that. Part of me can help in being like, you're going to crash and burn. And that part is not new. That part has been with me for a long time. I think that part is also frustrated because it doesn't matter. That, that fear, that fear modality of looking at the world as this dangerous place or looking at oneself as being in, uh, unable to navigate successfully like other people's do. So to be inferior and therefore to have to behave in an inferior manner, I assume. So as I walk, you know, through this very nice, enjoyable uh, boardwalk and a little park and you know, of course, you have, you have the community, so you have the home all around. You have the family coming out with the children on the bikes, doing their things. You know, and it's, it is obviously so very normal. Really, the, the order of things. And uh, here I am in the middle of that. Would I say I'm lost? Actually, no, I wouldn't say I'm lost. I wouldn't say I'm confused. I would just say I don't know. I would just say that mold of certainty is just melting away from me.
that even though I don't have anything to show for. But each step that I take that even though the path that I am on is not typical is not your run of the mill Saturday evening kind of a thing yet how can I explain that how can I lay it down in a way that would make sense that's the only one that makes sense in my life right now there have been a lot of things happening you know since May 2019 powerful encounters and yet it's like this uh, esca- um, I don't know what you call those uh, in the airport when you walk those uh, carpet singing that just drag you along I mean looking at you know my time at Urban that was a very powerful time and I really was considering committing myself to more and yet all of that just slipped away this kind of greasy food for my fingers and for whatever reason for now in my life I am not able to hold on to anything or that there is nothing worth holding on Pilar is the only difference is the only exception to that rule and she would always stand out at that beacon, that mystery, that strange light that came and shone forth in my life. At times terrible, at times sweet, adorable, many, many, many things, many faces. But the one toward whom I was and I felt completely different. I don't go back too much to that because I don't feel somehow there is a lot more chewing to be done. I think I've chewed that bone to a powder. But at the same time, I have no problem once in a while going back there because (laughs) she is the most significant woman in my life. I'm wondering the effect actually she's had on um, Vanessa and uh, Belen. Because of course there was a comparison. Of course there was. Because even though it was an unrealistic relationship, you know, there was this lack of uh, synchronicity or some kind of disequilibrium Uh, and actually that could be an interesting topic in and of itself to reflect upon 
you know what makes a relationship right because to this day I don't know was it doomed was a relationship doomed because both parties were not on the same place at the same frequency is that ever the case that while Disney picture of in order for relationship to really work and be meaningful both people have to be in the same place I don't know I don't know I mean it does kind of make sense the idea the, the, the mathematical uh, the rational framework around it you know sticks you know you know this kind of equality but I, I honestly do not know I honestly do not I honestly do not anyhow a little wind catching up a little bit you know it's a very nice uh, quiet walk I guess uh, with the tide receding I'm not sure but it's uh, quite a stretch of mud to get to the water from the, the boardwalk with some seagulls this is a, a very active port a commercial with the big cranes here in Neda anyhow um, the wind is letting me know it's time to let you go so Lots of love and peace. We will talk soon. Home in Buen Camino. Oh.